All right, welcome back to another episode of Republic Queens. We are officially seven days out from the 2020 election, and a lot of stuff is happening every day, right? Yeah, it's just that everywhere you look in the news media, there's something new. Another scandal. Another another Supreme Court justice confirmed. Yeah, no big deal. We're so happy for Amy Coney Barrett, who we will be calling ACB. ACB from here on out. And um, just, I love her. Uh, she doesn't deserve all this nonsense she's getting from the other side. It's just a smear campaign. It's it's yeah. It's very it's very bitter. Clearly, it's like a very sore loser type attitude, and that's what they are. Yeah, I mean that's what they are. And maybe I wasn't into that into politics when Obama won. Um, when I voted for Romney, but it, it wasn't this like angry. Like it's so it's such an angry. This is toxic. Atmosphere. This is not angry. It's toxic. It's toxic. And not and unnecessarily, right? But in you know it all has to do with democratic power. Um, they'll they'll do anything for it, and it's um, it's on it's it's very sad to see what the lengths that they will go to embarrass themselves. But it's not about them right now. It's about ACB and the Republican Party. The good old GOP. <laughs> so, I'm really happy for her. I'm happy for her and her family. I'm happy for the entire justice system has such a nice... Even young lawyers and young mm-hmm. women have such a nice mm-hmm. person to look up to. We did talk about how she got so much criticism. And she's a young woman. And it's like, what happened to all the women, women that were saying, yeah. you know, we need a woman president. It's time for a woman vice president. Oh, it's as like, long well, as she's time... a Democrat. Yeah. It's if, she's like, a if she's a Republican on she's... your side, then it, the, the, the story's totally different. If she's a Republican, she's the devil. And that was only true one time with no offense if anyone likes her, Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the wrong I don't think she's a bad person but no. she was just the wrong woman for the job yes it's so like we already like, kind of the world already kind of wasn't ready for a vice president but like she that could be a whole other that podcast. was like a that was a real setback for women <laughs> yeah I, in my opinion that was um anyway back to ACB her uh, confirmation was yesterday. She was sworn in by Justice Clarence Thomas, which is such a huge honor. That that was that was really cool. And this morning, she was um, privately sworn in by Justice Roberts, and that made it official. Official. So she is officially a seated justice on the Supreme Court. And I also saw that um, there's some voter fraud case going on in Pennsylvania and they want they're kind of rushing it towards the Supreme Court so that you know ACB can vote on it so I hope that goes through before the election and who knows the the results of this election are going to be not on the night of November 3rd I know which is so sad and it it, the thought of that really stresses that will be really like uh, insufferable (laughs) like that I I just 
I'll have a huge problem with it. it. Yeah, it's just, no. (laughs) This year can't get any worse, so. I just hope that, well, this is what they have, you know, this is what they've been talking about. What There's been some talk about how um, if it's a landslide, it's not going to be tampered with. Like, the results aren't going to be tampered with. But if it's close, it's going to be hell and I am so nervous um I am so nervous for the day after but we'll see yeah we'll see and right you're saying because of the possibility of looting or rioting or rebellion oh I wasn't even saying that just <laughs> oh, like the, oh okay. but yeah that's another factor I'm saying just like it'll just be hell like not knowing yeah and like you know again the world looking at us making fun of us seeing how you know how how our system really can that'll backfire be embarrassing. on us that'll be embarrassing. i mean it, it would be like it's definitely going to be a recount i feel like it's going to be recount 2000 all over again um but just a lot more um obviously scarier a lot more scary mm-hmm. than that well okay I also want to talk about our voting process. You said your absentee ballot came in. It did. Um, I actually, and I'm a little embarrassed to say this, I, when I voted for Obama his first term, I was a registered Democrat. We were very young back then. We, yes. Um, this is like during our 2008, early college days. That was a, over... <clears throat> That so was, so that was very we were young and naive and not quite adults not paying our taxes and living at home still. So um that was that and I also just want to say I voted for Mitt Romney the second time around. But anyway, so I technically am still and I didn't know this uh And you voted for Trump. And I voted for Trump in 2016. <laughs> I definitely voted for Trump in but 2016. But somehow you were in the system. Somehow, I don't know how. I had thought that I had uh, changed um, to Republican, but I was still Democrat in the New York City system because that was when I lived in Manhattan at the time. So when I requested, I requested my absentee ballot. So would you, by the way, anyone that left Manhattan and went to the Hamptons or you know, Long Island or no, anywhere during else the pandemic. during the pandemic, you can go to, and you're still registered in Manhattan. You can go Today's to. Today's the last day. Oh, really? October 27th is the deadline to apply. Oh, to apply. So by, by online or mail or fax, but you can still apply in person if you want to go to New York City. NYC absentee dot, dot com dot gov. I think it's NYC absentee. And I'm pretty sure it's dot com. Uh, uh, yeah, and hopefully it'll it'll bring you to the right place. But um, so since I was a registered Democrat, I got my absentee ballot in, in two lightning days. fast. And like, I I applied I in if, October. I, I, I applied in September. Could, they would have delivered it with like white gloves to me, right? Um, but and you know I filled everything out. Yeah, but, I'm registered as a Republican. And I applied. Same place in Manhattan, right? Yes, I'm registered in New York City, count uh, Manhattan County, uh, New York, and I applied for it. I I didn't want to be locked out this year because I knew this would be a huge problem. So I applied back in September, and it took a long time. Like, and I didn't get it, 
And then I called them. I waited on the phone for like 30 minutes on hold, maybe even longer. My phone was dying after, and this was in the morning. My phone was like going dead after this. Um, they said I, it was sent out October 6th. This was already like October 20th at this point. And she said, I'll send you another one. And now my application's under review again. So if you're having this problem, we definitely love to hear from you. And I don't know who to talk to about this, but... Uh, it's just, I, I don't know what to do. I hope it comes mm-hmm. soon. Um, and if not, I'll unfortunately have to go in person. Uh, I don't want to do that. I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, well, hopefully it'll pay off. Yeah, I think so, but it's a long line. So, um, but that's the difference because I don't know. I think in the system, she must have seen I'm a Republican and New York City. If you didn't know, New York City is extremely blue. It's it's bright electric blue. Um, And it always Mm -hmm. will be. And New York State, it's always a blue state. Well, I don't know. I was talking to someone about how a lot of people that were leaving Manhattan were leaving because not just because of the pandemic but because of the way that it's uh, being same with California handled with law like how law enforcement is being handled and you know they fled so taxes because yeah same thing happened too. happened so with- I'm hoping that those people will either not vote because they're totally fed up and who would have voted for joe biden or are you know changing their minds and realizing that law enforcement is very important in their city and vote for trump they're probably registered in their new state and it's hard to say so many people were misplaced a lot of people flocked to florida that's true and other states and second tier cities Mm. and um but also the same thing what you were saying, the same thing happened in California. So many people left, so many businesses left California because of mm-hmm. the strict regulations. Like mm-hmm. Tesla, Elon Musk left, Joe Rogan left. I think they went to Texas. Wow. Um, I might be confusing him with someone else. A lot of people went to Texas because Texas is bright red. So oh, and look at Michigan. Those t- poor people in Michigan, my God, like being so strict under uh the queen of michigan's laws yeah the the, those lockdown measures yeah those lockdown measures by queen of michigan i mean governor gretchen whitmer whitmer um she wouldn't let you go to home depot to buy paint and paint outside your house she wouldn't let you you were not allowed to do that you were not allowed to be like I don't know. 15 no, okay. feet from your neighbor. Also, outside. I wouldn't dare click on this article because, okay, she wrote for The Atlantic and it was like, my kidnapping and what happened to me. It's just so hmm. pathetic. I don't I know. I mean, of course. It's, it's terrible that she tried funny. to get kidnapped. It's definitely but not funny, but. I don't want to hear about that. Nobody wants to read about that. It was crazy when it happened, but she's okay. It was laughable that she was considered um, the vice uh, vice president nominee it was it was so laughable i, was I didn't like, believe that for a second yeah but th- she would never no get way. it because she's white and um unfortunately that's her being white disqualifies her as as that's yeah, how racism were, works if you were white this year in politics as anything uh like as the vice presidential candidate you were not having a good year either it was not a, it was not a good year for you 
Speaking of vice presidential candidate, Kamala Harris was on 60 60 Minutes Minutes with Nora O'Donnell. And she thought it would be a nice little chit chat. She thought it would be a little walk in the park, a little coffee, (laughs) a little girl talk. And all of a sudden, Nora O'Donnell was stone cold. She challenged her. She challenged her in such a respectful way. Very serious journalism, I would say. It was. And I thought that she was actually pretty fair. So um, fair. Where she, you know, she asked, okay, so um, if in case you missed it, what she asked her was um, if she felt, how does she feel when people say that she's the most liberal senator right now? And she laughed it off and she's like, oh, I think that Mike Not Pence, laughed. It was like an evil was, cackle. She's like, I think Mike Pence said that. Ha, ha, ha. At the vice presidential like, debate. Like, like uh, Mike Pence is like not someone and that you should take seriously. Homegirl Nora was like, actually, um, we looked at your Senate voting record and, and you are. Bi- yeah, if you look at the bipartisan GovTrack, they yeah. rated you that way. And so what would you say to that? And More or, laughter. More, evil more laughter. laughter. Um, and, you know, and she kept, like, kind of avoiding the question. And she was like, well, you know, and then you, you can are see. very liberal. You're progressive. You want Medicare for all. Joe Biden doesn't even deal. want that. These are none of the things that Joe Biden wants. So... What do you then say you could see it that? in her eyes while she was being asked that her, she was not expecting such hard hitting questions. She from, basically Kamala for gave her, a for look. her vice presidential n- nomination. Like, yeah. well, how dare Nora O'Connell? Kamala O'Donnell. gave her a look. Like, are you serious? Like, yes. And then we she are said, "Serious? You then are going to be the, you serious. Could be the vice president. You honestly could be president because yeah. I honestly see Joe Biden stepping aside." But everyone that'll be another it. that'll be another conversation. Um, so she did get serious. So she, she said, got I wouldn't she's have like, taken the she's nomination. Like, she's laughing, and she's like, "I want to remind you, I am a woman." I like. It's hip-hop. always about being a woman. I I like hip hop. I'm Jamaican and I'm Indian. Uh, Indian, like she was basically I'm a reading girl. off her I'm a. I grew I'm a up mother. as a black child. Um, she was really. Like, it had just, nothing to do with the nothing question. Nothing to do with the question. It was clear avoidance, and I literally thought she was gonna say and. I can do the New York Times puzzle with a pen on Sundays. <laughs> I literally thought she yeah, was about to say it's, that. It's that classic uh, California, especially San Francisco smugness that is her entire and body. And Nora was not letting her, uh, is, was not allowing her to have that as her answer. She was like, mm, but you know what? Let's, let's button, button up. it up. Let's yeah. button it up a little bit. Are you progressive and socialist and she's like oh my god like it was laughter Laughter. again so 60 minutes is a serious news show yeah meanwhile the question that she's getting on the view by those ladies are elsa what'd you think of the fly (laughs) i gotta ask you what your reaction was i don't watch the view i I don't know why you watch it i watch it because I'll tolerate I it because of Megan McCain. Because sometimes it's, it's informational. I don't watch it. I have I have to see what the other side sees, and that's true. You know, because knowledge of any kind of view is power, and I'm not. 
I'm not trying to follow their values, but I'm trying to understand them because I think that's the best way to to really do these podcasts is to see both sides. Because if I was just watching um, Fox News and OAN every night and nothing else, I wouldn't be informed enough. That's I would what be I do, but I have a lot of friends who are on I would the left informed. side and I am informed through them because... Some of my friends, I can have um, mature conversations about this. Sometimes it does get a little heated. I won't go into it, but but mo- for the most part, I do learn their perspective. Yeah, no, I just don't want to give CNN ratings. I peek at CNN from time to time too, but like that again, is not real journalism. Don Lemon is not. is a joke. Um. Anyway, I thought. That was a good interview, and I hope people are watching. And Nora O'Donnell actually did a very um, strong interview with Joe Biden as well and was was actually pressuring him to answer and to clarify certain things, like... The fracking of it all. Oh, the fracking. Oh, speaking of fracking, if you go on YouTube and look up uh, when he said it, Joe said Biden it. fracking. There's a claim on the bottom that says something. Google put it. YouTube, Google. Well, probably, probably it Google. Is, but they are YouTube. But it's a claim, which is like kind of like a warning. Like this could be uh, false information. Yeah. So now you YouTube is coming after is, is censoring. Well, no, like, like campaigning for Joe Biden, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the new thing. It's not because just Twitter he, and Facebook now he changed people. his mind because now, said so. now it's YouTube. So it's all be of careful. them. It's all be of them. Careful. I, I hope those guys go to jail or some, some consequence. I really do think Mark Zuckerberg should be in jail. You know, they just really took advantage of the entire world. I mean, if. Um, what's his name? The the guy who um, exposed Obama and his, uh, you know, his, you know, the the surveillance, the illegal surveillance. Snowden, oh yes, Edward Snowden. Yes. If he is like in Russia somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where he is? Yeah. If he if he's, he's in Moscow, if he escaped there, like, why can't uh, Mark Zuckerberg? also have that kind like be gone like that you know well mark zuckerberg didn't didn't risk our national security that's why that's the problem that i have with snowden and that a lot of people have with snowden is that he just put all the information it was he he made like a bunch of agents cia agents or not cia nsa he exposed their identities and put them at danger when they were they were out in the field so he was wrong. The way yeah. he went about it was wrong. Maybe there was no other way. Mm. Um, no, it's not the same thing. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't work for the government. Um, but I see what you're saying. It's like crimes against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think we should have a movie of the week. And um, mm. you can watch it with us and then we'll discuss it. So what made me think of that is we were talking about Google and Twitter and Facebook so there's a, a film on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I heard mm-hmm. it's scary. Ooh. 
but it's true. It's like a reality. And I don't want to watch it, but I will watch it for you to let you know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so. we can talk You're about welcome. it. And, um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 the movie basically is about the rising of all these social media websites and platforms and how they're stealing data and using it to make billions of dollars off of us. And that's before um, going into the the psychological aspect. That's of it's about that too. Media. But the, what what makes it um, relevant to our podcast is that it also in, is influencing elections. Like in twenty sixteen, the fake mm. news, everything, mm. spread of false information, and also the hiding of information, like Twitter with um, the New York Post story on Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. They really I mean, are I mean, in. We should all be very big control about that. And Tucker Carlson wasn't too far off where he said, do you guys feel like you're in China right now? Because it kind of feels like you are. You're being censored. Censored. And our that's news the is, last our news thing I want for censored. this country. Our news was always censored to some degree. No, I feel like, okay, cens- Sorry. censored and, um, what's the word, edited, I feel like. Sugar-coated, maybe? Yeah, I, I feel like those are those are two different things. When you outright stop someone from finding the information when they have um they have a right a lawful right to read it because we have freedom of the press in this country remember that um, we have first amendment rights in this country and that's what makes this country so different from any other one so if you are taking those first amendment rights away you we're talking about a different america here well, that's what they're, they're supposedly being subpoenaed, and it was delayed for some reason, I think. Um, the CEOs of Facebook, Twitter, and mm-hmm. Google. Um, because they should be... Because their platforms have the news, they should be held under, like, mm-hmm. those journalistic standards. I think it's called Section 230. Mm-hmm. Your husband was telling me about it. Oh, okay. Um, He's an that, attorney, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that um, journalists have to have a certain standard and um, be truthful, and they should be, I don't know, something like that. I think I'll get that, into it when I, we talk I about the movie. I think they got very smug about it, and they were like, I'm sure well, the movie talks everyone is on Joe Biden's side, so no one's going to have a problem with this. Uh, no. Think again. People had a serious the silent majority. Right, yeah. People like us. And we're not staying silent. Yeah. And I honestly do believe there's a bunch of people out there who are kind of like pseudo liberal or like closeted mm-hmm. uh conservatives or republicans mm-hmm. um especially celebrities and athletes. Yeah. Because and it's really I, bad for their image um guys, to just be come out celebrities, please come out. Someone needs to be brave be, <laughs> and be brave like Chris Pratt. Poor thing. He uh, Yeah, I was reading about that. He's getting. It's so all because of E News started. Even from his, even um, from his castmates and the people he's worked with. That's terrible. Like no, it's like Chris Pratt it's a political asking, party. It's yes. not your personality. Again, it, like it's not like your essence. Right. It's you have a right to your beliefs and your political party, your religious beliefs, mm-hmm. your whatever. One of my favorite questions in the vice presidential debate was from that young eighth grade girl who. Um, asked a question about why we have something like why do we have two parties why are we always going to argue with e- with each other I don't I don't think it's good how can we move forward like this 
So I thought it was such a great question. And the way that um, Mike Pence answered it was, I thought, so amazing. Um, he said um, that having different views, having Republican and Democratic views is what makes this country so great. It is good that we debate. It's like and a checks that, and balances thing. Yes, like, and that we we can't we just argue always be other. liberal and always be conservative. Because I mean, I would like we that, will but be a socialist country if it's if it it's would like get too that. it would get too extreme. That's when fanaticism and extremism come into play. There has to be opposing sides, and I just thought it was like. Uh, I, th- we, I feel like Mike Pence could have answered it in a way that was going to help Donald Trump become president and talk about, like, you know, Trump and why you should vote for him and why, blah, blah, blah. No, he actually answered the question like, I wouldn't even say like a politician. He he answered it like an educator. He was talking to her like he was a mentor, how he was like, it's okay. Politics can get like this, but in the end... We can have our differences and sit down and have a conversation about yeah. the different views we have. And then Kamala was and, pro- was talking about, well, Joe Biden will do this and Joe Biden will do that. No, that's not why she wanted to hear that First, she question. had some BS. Like, well, question. I'm so proud of you that you're so involved and with so government. And so did Mike Pence. Like, Mike Pence eating the up thing. the time, but yeah. she wasn't. She's not genuine. It, it wasn't a good answer. It was, it was But anyway, like back to what answer. he was saying. We need to compete with each other, and that's why what makes America so great is that we're not all like a one-party system. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be... We need this competition. One, it makes us passionate. Two, mm-hmm. it makes us motivated to, especially um, congressmen, to pass legislation and pressure them to pass it in, on a schedule. And also just just, just to make our points and... And have differing views. It's it's important to have um, alternating viewpoints and then see both sides. And so you can make your informed decision, not right. just one side, one side, one side right. all the time. Like people who always watch CNN this is, this and is don't talk it's... to any uh, conservatives. Right. And this is this is why uh, the the liberal media is just is getting so out of hand. It's it's it wants people to believe in all democratic values. And I think that some are fine, you know, but like, just it's going to like a totally big extreme where it's it's making people very angry. It's almost like someone telling you a certain religion that you have to be in, that you are terrible for and all other religions are bad. All and all other religions are right. And going back to Chris Pratt, I'm so glad that he he said something because he's he's a big well, so tell us head. the story because i'm not i didn't i'm not familiar with the whole thing i'm not really familiar with it either um i just know that he is vocal about being republican and but not exactly it's not like in our face because i didn't not. know about it but he he um i think he's been to some fundraisers and it's very quietly he has, conservative he has the views. absolute right and that's fine. Okay, so what? So he was attacked by his castmates. Uh, they were, you know, telling him on Twitter that, you know, more or less that he shouldn't be thinking these things. And 
What things? That he shouldn't have these views, have these conservative views. He was saying that he should not have? They were saying that he's oh, wrong. Oh, okay. In, more or less. That his if opinion is wrong? It, okay, yeah, they're that, telling him his opinion's wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'll have to find it and and let you know. But I just, like, what I wanted to say was I want, I want other celebrities to follow in... Chris's footsteps and you know do the same thing oh okay so he wasn't joining his fellow Avengers in a fundraiser for Joe Biden Mm -hmm. that that's what it was that's not speaking out against anyone that's just not being for the candidate that the media is telling you to be for and you know he's not trying to be a sheep like he's not trying to follow what everyone else does and like he and he doesn't care how it makes him look you know he's also not prancing around in you know trump 2020 gear like he could totally be doing that and that wouldn't be wrong but they were making him out to be like that's what he was doing yeah so and and he has christian values too um which yeah, is so it's a typical republican He's he's a he's a typical being Republican, cr- and I mean that Christian in a good is, way. Yeah, that's a big part of um, Republican view. That's a huge you know bracket of uh, religious bracket of the of Republicans. We are very rare. We're um, New York Jewish Republicans. <laughs> um, so, and I'm proud of that because um, not many Jewish people are are conservative or Republican. Even though we're, like, yeah. it's the same values, like, same base, like, family, being mm-hmm. a good person, mm-hmm. faith. Yes. Oh, this is interesting. Robert Downey Jr. was also not in the fundraiser either, but nobody mentioned him. Because, um, also, Chris Pratt is part of a certain church that mm. is very controversial. Oh, oh, I see. And, um, but that still, that's again, not fair. That, yeah, that's... That's also not fair. You should be going you, after I be freedom of religion. Robert Downey Jr. was a, a Trump supporter. I don't know why. He just seems smart. Um, I don't know. I just hate when celebrities are, like, overly political, like George Clooney. Or, like, he's not so bad. But, uh, you know, especially uneducated celebrities. It's just, like, stick to what you're... Just sing your song. Are just you make talking your movie. about... Um, Cardi B, because I wasn't talking a, about anyone she's an specifically. But... Perfect example, and Candace Owens will tell you this. Um, but um, I'm sure we, everybody knows that that she... we think the ultimate Republican in our eyes is Candace Owens. Yes, we love her. She says it like it is, and she doesn't care, and she's so brave. Not like us who want to remain anonymous because we don't want people <laughs> coming after us. But I mean, she's. She's established, and she's a New York Times bestseller, so I think that she can afford um, some good security. Oh, did I tell you about my book? Okay, so I ordered um, Candace Owens' book, Blackout, which just came out um, about a a month ago. I ordered it from Amazon. It came in and it was covered in in something, something shiny, and it, it was. I was able to wipe it off. I thought it was weird. I was like, okay, maybe someone. I don't know was packaging it <laughs> but still i i lysoled it and i disinfected it because yeah, of the like, times but, but that we live in beyond that 
The fact that we live in Corona world and that was happening is very well. Disturbing. This is what happened. So I saw I follow um, Candace on Twitter and and Instagram, and she tweeted that she's got so many messages about people ordering books from Amazon, and it was a tweet to Amazon. She was saying. A lot of your customers have been buying my books and they're covered in Vaseline because I guess Amazon employees don't approve of her even though they never read the book or know much about her. Um, The media has done a a good job of uh, smearing her and um, putting her down and and discrediting her. Um, Meanwhile, what she's done is pretty amazing. I mean... I don't think she has a Okay, so like a for those who degree. don't know Candace Owens, she actually doesn't. She actually didn't complete college. Yeah, but she is very brilliant. Okay, so this is who Candace work. Owens is if you don't know. Um she's about our age, like early 30s. Um she's African American. Um she's she says she used to be an independent because she just followed, you know, what according to her, like, what, what black people did, you know, is join the Democratic Party. Um, until she, she finally started realizing that there was this huge bias. And this is actually what she said that turned her Republican, that Donald Trump used to be so glorified in hip-hop and there were songs about him. Once he even uttered the words, like, running for president, everyone just, like, turned around on him turned on him and and you know bashed him and it was just such it was just so it she said it was very surprising to her that they could just change just like that without even knowing what he's about just because he was running republican so that's that's only one part that's why she became a republican she became very famous as a political pundit and speaker, and she started this movement called Blexit, which is like Black Exit from the Democrat, the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also called her book is called Blackout, um, which is about breaking away from the Democratic plantation of Black people. Because even <laughs> we'll ask Joe Biden if you are thinking of voting for Trump, you're not Black. You ain't Black. So he kind of put them in like a this one box of like, if you're black, you're a Democrat because we told you to be. Mm-hmm. Because so, you need us. Yes, it's about that's what the dependence. Think. That's not what I think. That's what they think. They want, they want their uh, vote. black people. They want their vote, and they want them to, to do nothing for them. On them as their government financially. And that only keeps them down. How are how are they gonna? learn how do you how do you learn right how do you learn if you're just being um well i'm not going to get into it i've heard i don't know what my stance on this is affirmative action it's like being told you know as as a young like let's say a young black woman wants to go to college it's like well we'll give you like we'll let you give you a head start because you're black and like you'll never if you don't have this head start you won't go as far as this other white woman who's applying for the same seat in this school or this job um you know it kind of like psychologically I don't mm-hmm. yes. I don't see how that's helpful mm-hmm. I understand where where I it understand it I definitely do and I 
when I first learned about it, I said, okay, but... I feel like it's a form of reparation. I'm not... Correct? The, yeah, yeah, it it, it is, but it, then it's psychologically. What is that saying? It's like you have this handicap, so you can um, get a head start and have yeah. all these opportunities. That's the, other, that's the other part of it. Because even with the that head start, you'll be equal to this counterpart. And it's not. So that what is different. that saying? Like you know, I don't, I don't agree with. It. I think that we're all equal. I always treat everyone equally. I went to a diverse school, uh, public school. Um, I, I work with many different races. Um, you know, I, I just think there's no, there really should be no conflict. I mean, we have our differences, our, our cultures are different and I think that's actually nice. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it doesn't happen just there. It's also identity politics too. Identity politics have really come into play so much the last decade and it's just extremely unhealthy i mean look at look at the vice presidential nominee she was i i watched the the democratic debates and i happened to like um amy klobuchar a lot i like i respected her as a woman and i think that if this country wasn't in the state it was in during the time when Joe Biden chose his nominee. I think he would have chosen Amy Klobuchar, but the well, only I don't know. Was... I think we we would have been in a race war anyway because it just this is what Candace Owens says. She says if you look at the pattern, it's every four years there's some there's some racial injustices that's like being blown up, not out of proportion. Th these are these are real injustices, but it's constantly being thrown at us and and there's um, rioting and it's. She yeah. said it's a comes. On election cycles. I mean, but people get killed every day by the police. She actually had experience in the Bush administration. She was in there. So that was why I was like, No, oh, I know what you're saying. I know oh, what you're saying. She, but that's what I'm saying is, like, you don't have to have experience to to do this, to, to be a, a well, nominee. Well, this is what I've heard about Joe Biden's pressure to choose a minority um, woman candidate is because he won the primary in uh, South Carolina and they basically said to him, well, you better give us, you know, a, a black candidate. Yeah, I saw the And, video. okay, if he, if he can't, like, if he has to, like, you know, assent to that, to some yeah. people in South Carolina, how is how he going to... How is he going to run the world? And, and stand gonna, up to China gonna, and yeah, Russia if, if he's so weak. you can't stand up to South Carolina... It's I just mean, voters. It's, it's just it's voters, which I know are valuable. But but you can't just give in. It just showed yeah. how weak he yes, is. Yes, yeah, he weak he really is. And I okay. So on this is a couple months back, but before he he had um, he had chosen Kamala for his nominee. Um, there was a woman who was on the View. I think she's. She's an anchor on MSNBC. She's an African-American woman, young. And when she Who? was... Uh, I don't remember her name, but she's she's usually on MSNBC also. And she had a book Joy coming Reed? out. It might have been her. Um, like very liberal? I think she's very liberal. Uh, yes. Uh, no, that's not... No. Oh, okay. 
not her, but she's, she's younger. Um, and she was talking to the ladies of The View and she was saying that, um, you know, oh, Joe Biden, if he's president, it would be great if he chose a black woman because let's be honest, he's not going to be a full-term president. He's not. He's 78. And I think it's time for a black woman to be president and to take over. Just because she she's black? She said those words. No, I'm... No, but, I know. But those are words that she said was that Joe Biden will not be he's a gonna full-term die. <laughs> president yeah. because he's up there. So she made... Not, not only did she make an ageist comment, she also made a racist comment. And... I, I don't know. I, I don't know what was going through her head that, that she said that. But, yeah. It, it That's was, crazy. It was, it was crazy. All right. Well, to wrap up what we talked about today, um, I think Republican of the day goes to the new Justice Amy Coney Barrett, ACB. Um and I like calling her ACB. I think that's mm-hmm. that's nice. It is um, nice. Plus, but, I always say Amy Comey Barrett for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's ACB is easier. Um, she's just it's iconic, and you're going to be hearing that those three letters for she's a just very such long time. a Herbert good Tui. model mm-hmm. for women. If uh, if the media would allow her to be, mm-hmm. she's a good mother. She's a working mother. And just defends the Constitution. I just want to mm-hmm. say, you know, what she said in her speech. Congressmen and, you know, people in the Senate, they they have to vote according to their party and according to their voters to pass legislation, make legislation. Justices in the judicial branch are forever in perpetuity and they're not relying on voters or being thrown out of office they're they're justices for life so their job is to interpret the constitution which our government is ruled by and she said she promised that she will and she can be objective about it and she said she will not let her personal beliefs get in the way of that and um yes there's many controversial cases um but i think she's just so brilliant and smart as we saw she had no notes during her senate confirmation hearings um which i wish snl did like a little skit about that they they empower kamala so much but they really should have i think they make fun of kamala Oh, uh, not really. They make fun of how she's like the babysitter for Joe Biden, but that <sighs> makes her look good. You know, I don't think so. I don't think SNL is funny. I watch it just because I like Weekend Update. Um, no, I think that they've been crossing so many lines and been making things like so inappropriate about the election. They did. Um, anyway, we stand ACB all the way. Um, I hope her family's safe. I hope she's safe, and all these crazy people don't try to do anything <laughs> with her. Um, I think she'll be okay. She'll be okay. Um, Kamala Harris, who we also talked about in today's episode, is a total nut job. Even Trump said something must be wrong with her. She keeps laughing at serious questions. She she uh, thinks that her job. She thinks to that be everyone the pre- loves to be her. Vice president nominee is to smile a lot. 
I feel like someone told her, like, mm, you gotta not look like an angry woman, so I think you should right. smile more. Right. You know, and I think she, like, really took it to another level. She and just always... so... You could tell it's so forced. She always sounds like she's on the verge of tears, so maybe the laughter is, like, to not cry. I don't like, know. Like, I'm sorry, Kristen <laughs> Welker didn't need to smile, and she wrecked it. She she was amazing. Um, she did not need to smile. I, I actually respected her for not being so, like... I don't, I don't know if the word is girly, but... I just respected her for being so... Just an objective journalist. Yeah. I didn't see her as a man or a woman. I saw her as a professional journalist. Yeah. And that's how we should see uh, people... All journalists should be that way. Journalists, but also um, people running for office, too. We shouldn't see race or gender. We should just see facts, professionalism... Yeah. All the above. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, to further wrap up, the movie of the week is The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I think um, today's Tuesday, so I think we can discuss it on Friday. I think that gives everyone time to watch it. Yeah, that sounds Um, good. And we'll we'll discuss it because it's it's relevant to our show because it's you know it's. Um, social media platforms are, you know, are infiltrating our elections and and our our beliefs. I need to our say freedom. One, I need to say one thing about the Chris Pratt comment that I made. It wasn't his uh, castmates that were going after him. It was other Twitter. Uh, it was the Twitter sphere. Uh, well, it going started after him with and uh, his castmates were defending him on Twitter, and some especially were not. Mark Ruffalo was was defending him, and then he had an angry mob on him for just defending Chris Pratt. It started with some stupid post by E News, um, saying like asking who is your favorite Chris out of all the millions of Chris's in Hollywood, oh, and um, no. everyone just like. Why? Totally, like, like a, it's it's such a dumb question. E News. Everyone is was over. just hating on Chris Pratt. I, I have to tell you that be prepared. E News is is going is not going to be around for much longer. I mean, I don't I care think, about I, that. I think that people will. People are done with. I think. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like with the pandemic, life. like nobody cares about celebrities anymore. No. Because they're anyway. they're yeah. Anyway, so we'll <laughs> we'll watch that. We got the, more important things to talk about. Yeah. This um, coming week, we hope to um, tune in every day until the election. We commit um, to doing today. a show every day just to get our opinions out there, get our voices out there. There's a lot of topics to be um, discussed before that before before that day and even the day after. Oh god, that conversation is going Well, we to won't be, even know what to think. Yeah. No, we won't, but it'll be a very interesting discussion the day before the day of and the day after so definitely tune in all right so i think we'll be back tomorrow with um today's news what's going on today and um in the morning tomorrow and um i hope you um enjoyed the show and that you'll be back soon bye bye